Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. go let's go let's go let's go let's go as a monumental day in LSU Tiger athletics and LSU Tiger football has hit us today as Brian Kelly announces himself in the press conference as the next LSU head coach we were at the press conference today we'll tell you everything that we're hearing everything that we are learning we got a lot to get into there for LSU football Tommy Reese and Marcus Freeman look like they're staying at Notre Dame don't freak out it was a little bit, some some bit, a little, just a little expected as Notre Dame did come to the table for those two guys. But Brian Kelly has been known to put a good staff together. So absolutely nothing to worry about. So we got a lot of LSU football talk to get into tonight. My key takeaways from the press conference today, blown away myself and for myself, blown away by Brian Kelly and what he talks about as his process, I will give you a pretty good analogy of what he made me or what I felt like listening to him, the presence, not just what he said at the podium, because there's so much stuff outside, off the podium and outside the microphone that can be picked up with Brian Kelly as well, as he was very, very impressive uh, today. LSU basketball post game. we will talk about LSU basketball. We'll fire inside the comments. As we missed yesterday, had the hashtag AskBlake. We just had so much going on. So if you have your questions, fire them in there, hashtag AskBlake. We will talk about some LSU basketballs. They're on a nice, nice little run here uh, of late. We will get to the recruiting and recruiting updates as coaches are out actively recruiting this LSU, Louisiana for this LSU football roster. How many kids can they get committed in this early signing period? We will tell you some big news possibly coming on December 15th, uh, hopefully for uh, LSU with guys like Quincy Wiggins. So we will we will talk about that. Uh, we, we will talk about that. But huge show in store for you tonight. Let's get to a couple of the comments before we get started. Bryce 
starts it off. He says, where's the visor, Blake? See, I put that on my Christmas list, and I feel bad, Bryce, if I, you know, because LSU's a, or Louisiana's a visor state now. We wear visors. So I'm going to have to go either get one tomorrow or wait a little bit uh, until Christmas. I'm waiting um, a little, but I think I'm going to go get one just so we can say that we're a visor state and let Brian Kelly feel uh, that he's at home. Uh, Jeremy says, it's like the song, you can't always get what you want. I don't know what that means, but okay. He also says, let's go. Uh, PCG asks about Quincy. We'll, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Uh, Danny says, let's do this. What's up, Danny? Bryce also says, let's get it. And Todd says, let's go. So let's do that. we got a lot to talk about. Let's do this. Let's pay some bills around this thing, and then we will get started. None better than our good friends over at GM Varndo and Sons and betonline.ag. <laughs> got to let the video play. Guys, with 64 years of experience, nobody is better equipped to servicing your vehicle than GM Varndo and Sons. RV repair, big rig overhauls, motorhome chassis, routine maintenance, tire rotations, tire sales. No job is too big or too small over at GM. Give them a call today at 225-664-9992. That's 225-664-9992. Or go see them over at 2500 Fuller Boulevard in Denham Springs, Louisiana. And our good friends over at BetOnline.ag. Guys, I've been telling you so long now about BetOnline. At the end of the show, whip out the mobile device. We normally give you bets at the end of the week. If it's not a good week, we normally don't do it, but I feel like we're going to get a lot of college and NFL bets in this week as we have the championship and some NFL uh, this weekend. The place that I use, obviously, betonline.ag. Use the 50% welcome bonus when you come in. Use that Believe 50 and AYS tab. That way they know your good friend Blake Rafino at AYS since you own Bob. That's betonline.ag, betonline.ag. All right, let's get this thing rolling, y'all. Let's get this thing rolling, y'all, as uh, Brian and Annie Penton sends us a $10 Super Chat. Guys, every time you send us a Super Chat, we bring the comment to the front. Uh, Brian says, great to be a Tiger today. We are 8-0. I love what Coach Kelly had to say and can't wait for the 2024 in Vegas. I hope the Tigers destroy the condoms. Oops, I mean the Trojans. Very true. Very, very, very true. Very impressive today. Very, very, very impressive today. We got another super chat in here from our good friend Kurt Taylor. What's up, Kurt? He says, "Don't worry about." Since it's four ninety nine on the super chat, says, "Don't worry about coordinators. He has a deep rolodex and will interview and vet coaches unlike anyone else." So let's let's start that. Let's start here. Okay, being at the press conference today. Uh, and when Brian Kelly, it was like, you know, you know, we walk in there in the Lawton room, and it's like a different aroma, right? It's like a different feel like when Ed Orgeron's at a press conference. Don't go to many, go to some, but it's a different feel. The energy and the vibe that I got today from Scott, or let's go from William Tate, the president, from Scott Woodward, from Brian Kelly is, is I felt like we were in 2000 again. I felt like Mark Emmert was sitting up at the podium announcing Nick Saban as next head coach of LSU. Now, I'm not saying Brian Kelly's next Nick Saban. I'm not I'm not going to be that foolish. I'm not going to be that dumb. Nick Saban's the greatest coach of all time. And let's call a spade a spade. 
it takes a lot to get there. Brian Kelly in this 10-year contract would have to win seven straight national titles to get up to Nick Saban. That's not going to happen. And if it does happen, it would be the craziest run in sports of all time. Guys, it's not realistic. But what can Brian Kelly do here? And what is LSU preparing themselves to do? I've been telling you for a couple of days now of the feel and things that I'm hearing. Scott Woodward, and I want to get away from this Lincoln-Riley thing, and that's over and done, whether it's true, whether it's not, whatever. We got Brian Kelly as our next head coach of LSU football. You all know that. I know that. But a lot of people keep asking me about who Brian Kelly is, about the coordinators, and we're going to get to the staff. But just know that Brian Kelly is a CEO coach now, unlike that he was in the past, but he's more of a Nick Saban type of CEO than he is at Ed Orgeron. And that's not a slight to Ed. It's just the, it's just the damn truth. A guy coming here who's called offensive plays, who's called defensive plays. He's been a DC at places. He's been an offensive coordinator at places. And pretty much, even though he had the head, uh, head coaching title next to his name, that doesn't really matter when you're calling the plays on both sides. Guys, for once you have a ball coach, for once you have a guy that is going to sit here and not going to be out scheme. Now, I don't want you to fool yourself, and I don't want you to be fooled by these Rudy Poo people at Notre Dame. Now, I know that Father Bear, who is an active listener in the show, he's our, the AYS priest <coughs> on this show. I don't want to get Father Bear mad, but even some of the questions from people from South Bend today and the way that these Rudy Poos are acting, you know, oh, Blake, uh, you know, they're telling everybody, oh, uh, Brian Kelly held the offense back. Big Daddy, you were at a shotgun 95% of the time in the Wisconsin game that I just watched and broke the film down for, and you're throwing the ball all over the field and trying to run the ball effectively with a very young offensive line who historically has been good under Brian Kelly over the last five years. What is Brian Kelly going to do? He's going to be a guy that can bring wins to this place and sustain wins over and over and over again. I know some of you, either you're either on two sides here. You're either on the side of, well, Ed Orgeron and Les Miles won national titles here, or you're on the other side that says, hey, man, you actually got to go to work and you actually got to put a good product on the field because you have Nick Saban on that other sideline, which both are true. Because there's a different kind of athlete that Brian Kelly's going to be able to get that he wasn't able to get at Notre Dame. They can fool themselves all they want. They can pout and moan and bitch and complain all they want. But the academic (coughs) – excuse me. Sorry about that. But the academic standards that you have at Notre Dame is not the same that you're going to have at LSU. That's not a knock at LSU. That's not saying anything negative about LSU. It's just factual. It's just truthful. It's just truthful. And Brian Kelly today and Scott Woodward and the administration, William Tate signing off of this, the board of supervisors who were there signing off on this. Guys, the coordinator thing and the staff thing is not a worry for me. Because for once, you have a coach that's going to be in here that's hired a lot of great defensive coordinators. You know how I know that? Because Clark Lee went back to his alma mater at, at Vanderbilt and was a great D.C., was a Brawls finalist. 
another uh, Brawls finalist in in uh, God, why is his name slip? Mike Elko, a couple of years ago, that's now at Texas A&M, who Texas A&M had to go out and outbid Notre Dame for. He's been known to bring in great talent and great coaches. And he's going to do that here. So for all the bitching and moaning and complaining, I don't like Brian Kelly. Guys, for once in, for once as an LSU fan, understand this. Now, Brian Kelly might have a rough couple of seasons, maybe a rough first year. He might have a rough first year. But one thing is for damn sure is he is the best coach that you've had as a head coach at your program since Nick Saban. It's not even close. It's not even close. Anyway, I think we're having some lagging issues. Might need to tell my wife to get off the stream. (laughs) Oh, God. Isn't that great? God, we just need a new AYS studio to be open. Ryan Thibodeau says, ever heard of 12 Days of Christmas on the blank and an LSU visor? Yeah, 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 yeah. We're going to get one. We're going to get one. Mark says, man, it's my bedtime. Make it short. Okay. Well, guys, I'm sorry. Maybe we just won't go live on the basketball nights. Hopefully, they start going uh, playing games at 8 o'clock or something like that. But you guys don't like that. You guys don't like that. Look, everybody, everybody's talking about this, the offense and defensive coordinator. What do I know? And, uh, I, I'm going to tell you this. I think that – and, look, this is going to take time. But what do we know? We know that Brian Kelly wanted uh, – severely wanted – um, Marcus Freeman and Tommy Reese to be his next offense and defensive coordinator. <laughs> Bill, I got to bring this comment up. He says, make it short. That's not what she said. That's true. That's true. But Brian Kelly definitely wanted, definitely, definitely, definitely wanted Marcus Freeman as his next D.C., but from what I understand, look, I said this last night, and people call me stupid, call me crazy. Now people are reporting it. You know, the, the funny thing, and I'm not trying to gloat or anything like that. You know, it's it's funny because when I report something, I come on the show and I say something. It's, oh, well, Blake Rafino said this, but God forbid somebody say it and, and hold 24 hours after my ass. But if I say something that somebody else said, it's, Blake, you better credit that reporter. Guys, I'm sorry, but I'm not fucking doing that shit no more. Just Just throwing that out there. But as we talked as, as we talked about last night, we I told you that this is how it's going to play out. And, and, and look, it, it's not even it's it's more of just a process of elimination. It's tonight the night that Brian Kelly's going to start making phone calls to guys like Walker Howard, guys like Will Campbell. Uh, 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 who else is committed in this class? Shit, I, I mean, uh, uh, maybe even uncommitted guys, guys like Shaz Preston. I mean, that kind of stuff is happening along with going and getting his staff. You got to make sure that you're recruiting the guys that you already have committed. He talked, Brian Kelly in the press conference talked about that today. The one thing that I walk away, and, and you know, if, you, if anybody's ever been in business, if anybody's ever been in business, you might go to a, a, a retreat, you might go to whatever and learn more things about business. And when you go to learn, you go to conferences, you always walk away with that one aha moment. My aha moment from Brian Kelly was he talked about his process. Always constantly talking about his process. The one thing that we have learned from great, great coaches, the one thing that we've learned 
is they all come out here and say, my process, my process, my process. Now, we will start to learn more things about this offensive defensive coordinator, guys on staff, and things that they're going on. Does Tommy Moffitt retire? Does he retain? I, I feel as if right now for some small little things that I hear that Tommy Moffitt might not be coming back and might not be retained by the staff and Brian Kelly, and he will have to look elsewhere. But, guys, I think that everyone needs to understand this isn't Ed Orsron, and even from people in that building, I think that there's some people in that building right now at LSU Football Ops that need to be a little bit worried about what the fuck is going on out there. They, they, are, they, they need to be worried, and they should be worried. Because Brian Kelly's not going to put up with the bullshit. He's not going to put up with the drama and everything that surrounds it. He is a more Nick Saban CEO head coach than he is Ned Orgeron. I don't understand for me why everybody is complaining about this. Now, I will tell you some things that I hear around uh, uh, the coaching search and, and some of the things. And look, this is a very early process. It's very loose. Look, he's just doing this now, just at the basketball game. So we gotta we gotta go out there and find some things that we're hearing. But there's a lot of coaches that want to come to LSU because now Brian Kelly's your coach. I promise you, speaking with coaches around the country, uh, and mainly in the SEC, I know of two of them that right off the top, when I called them about the vacancies at, at LSU under Ed Orgeron, they were standoffish, and they're not they're not doing that with Brian Kelly. You know, I called one of my good buddies today who's in the coaching world, and I said, hey, if LSU offered you a contract right now, he, he stopped me mid-sentence and is like, where do I sign? Where do I sign? I, he, he, I couldn't even finish the question. People are now lining up. And I know a lot of people said that you, you, they lined up for Orgeron, and I always try to come out here and say, don't, don't, yeah. One good thing, and then we'll get to some more of these comments that, that Brian Kelly talked about. Brian Kelly gave a lot of respect for all the teams and the coaches in the SEC. But something that I think that everybody needs to understand, and, and look, Brian Kelly, after a long day, of doing press conferences and doing media availabilities and calling recruits and getting his staff together, meeting with his current staff. One thing that he said at the basketball game tonight when they introduced him, and I think that every fan needs to hear this and learn and, and, and take it to heart because he's telling the truth here. You can tell when somebody's telling the truth. Brian Kelly says, look, I, I respect everybody in the SEC. I respect the coaches, but damn it, this is LSU. Thank God somebody – I don't know Orgeron talked about that a lot, but this guy's coming from the outside coming in talking about it. He expects it, we expect it. If he understands it, we understand it. And this whole culture fit stuff, and I think Brian Kelly talked about this – well, Brian Kelly did talk about this today in his press conference. Somebody asked him about culture. He goes, you know what the best culture is? Winning. He's not lying. You, Every single one of you will embrace him. Every one of you will embrace him if he starts winning. Because the best culture fit that you've ever had is out the building. Ever. There's never going to be a better coaching fit from a culture standpoint than Ed run. Never. Need to relax with that. Blaine Smith says, need 32 spots for the class and some preferred walk-ons to replenish the roster. Look, the good thing about Brian Kelly is that he knows uh, how to replenish a roster. And I think that that is the biggest detriment to um, to Ed Orgeron's downfall. 
I think it is the number one thing to his downfall. Look, you lose 14 kids to the draft. You got to go replenish somehow. You got to find a way to replenish. You might have to go out to the port. Look, everybody talks about going and getting these. You know, there's a lot of people that follow recruiting religiously. Guys, sometimes you got to go out in the portal or go get somebody that can play now because you got to be able to develop these freshmen. Ask Garrett Dellinger. Um, uh, Gage says on YouTube, what about Tom Herman as offensive coordinator? Hashtag ask Blake. Well, look, I don't know how much Brian Kelly knows him. And, and look, you'd be a fool to think that, that coaches, coaches just, I mean, look, what Nick Saban does around uh, uh, bringing coaches in and, and never really working with them. But look, he, even Nick Saban uses his Rolodex. Do you mean to tell me that any of you believe that Nick Saban didn't call Bill Belichick and ask him about Bill O'Brien? No, that 100% happened. Uh, again, I still think that I still think that Brian Kelly is going to be able to bring a good staff in here. He is. He is going to be able to bring a good staff in here. I wouldn't be surprised with the money that LSU is going to be willing to spend on both sides and both coordinators. Look, we look, look. Let's call it spade a spade here. I think that Marcus Freeman is a good coach, but Marcus Freeman is staying at Notre Dame. He's going to be the new head coach of Notre Dame football. Tommy Reese is staying, but with all due respect to Marcus Freeman, and I don't mean this in a wrong way. What you're going to be paying him probably as a head coach, maybe five, six, seven. Not they're not going to pay him seven million dollars. Five million dollars. LSU is going to be paying someone close to three, three and a half, four million dollars if if the price is right for an offensive coordinator or defensive coordinator. I'm sure one of the more one of the ones will get more on either side of the ball. But that's going to happen, guys. Money's not an object anymore with this. You're you're spending a hundred million dollars. What's an extra five million dollars to go get five six million dollars to go get somebody so you can whip up whip up on some candy ass? At this point, it doesn't mean anything. But I would expect Brian Kelly to bring it bring in or want to bring in someone like a Tom Herman that the name. But look, you got to be able to bring in a fit. People are talking about Dan Mullen. Guys, get out of here with Dan Mullen. Get out of here with Dan Mullen. Stop that. Stop it. Look, there was a thing today, and let me pull let me pull this up and I cuz I saw this and I wanted to bring it up. Um God dog it, where is it? It was about Dan Mullen. Basically, and I'm not going to spend much time on it. But basically, Tebow, Tim Tebow said it's hard to uh it's hard getting used to. He's you know, he's got a tough personality. Urban Meyer said Tim almost didn't come to Florida because of Dan Mullen. Uh, Urban Meyer also said Dan Mullen's maturity and people skills need improvement. Uh, Urban Meyer also said in a, uh, on a meeting with Mullen, I, I was ready to fight him when I first met Dan Mullen. Um, I don't think Brian Kelly's going to bring him in here. Like, that was a statement that was put out about Dan Mullen. Yeah, that's not going to happen. Uh, Jackson Carter sends us $5 via Super Chat. He says, do you see Kelly getting in the muddy waters of recruiting like Georgia or Alabama? I don't know that. He normally hasn't done that. I think what he told you today and the feeling around today was is the two things that he was going to do. He was going to call every player on the roster currently and recruit them back. And number two, he was going to go lock down the state. 
And, and look, Brian Kelly is a lot of things and has been labeled a lot of things. An idiot is not one of them. An idiot is not one of them. You got Andre Carter after the press conference, the defensive line coach, going to see Quincy Wiggins. By the way, Quincy Wiggins announced today the five-star defensive end from Madison Prep right there in Baton Rouge. He announced that he's announcing on December 15th right after Andre Carter met with him today. And I'm assuming, and look, I don't know this, so don't take it for gospel. I'm assuming that conversation went really well. Because within a couple of hours, which usually happens when you're talking to your mom, your dad, your uncle, your your coaches, and everything like that, I would assume that today in the vibe of Brian Kelly being here, there could be a situation where Quincy Wiggins now stays at LSU. I don't know that. I'm not. I, I, I I'm spitballing here. I'm speculating here. But regardless of that you got to lock the state down. So getting in the muddy waters going nationally, what I think he would go do nationally is is that he, when he would do that, he would probably go back more towards the Midwest, get some big, fat, nasty, ugly uh, O-linemen, which I love. you got to have O-linemen to win in this game. Everybody in here, look, everybody in this chat, Rudy Poos and Poos on the O-linemen this year, fine, go get him, let him go get some. And guys, with this plus seven transfer portal rule, Who's to say he doesn't bring some guys from Notre Dame? Look, the reason a friend of mine that I respect, and I respect his takes a lot, he, he said this today, and I fully agree with him. The reason Marcus Freeman's the next head coach of Notre Dame football is because they know that Brian Kelly will come up and, and pluck that roster bit by bit to bring people over. I, I agree with him. I agree with him. Uh, Dane sends $5 via Super Chat on YouTube. He says, what about Will Muschamp as the de- next defensive coordinator? Maybe. I, I mean, look, I, 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 still think, I still think that, that Brian's going to probably bring in some people he knows. I don't know if he brings some guys in from the, uh, the Midwest. Let me look this up, too, because I wonder where Will Muschamp. I wonder where Will Muschamp's from. Yeah, that's right. He's from Georgia. Well, look, Nick Saban didn't have a lot of connections with uh, Rome, Georgia. He didn't have a lot of connections with with uh, Nick Saban before he went in here. I mean, maybe very, the strong possibility. But you got to go. You look. You got to go get um, some big name people here. Uh, Trey Adams says Mike Loxley for OC. Hashtag Ask Blake. Isn't Loxley the head coach of Maryland? I could be wrong there. I don't think he got fired or anything. I don't think he got fired. I could be wrong there, but I don't think he was fired. If my if Loxley is, then yeah, hell yeah, go get him. RPO running scheme. Ask Tua, ask Jalen how all that shit went down. Uh, Lamar Williams says, man, F Nick Saban. We got Brian Kelly, damn it. I agree with that. Uh, Don says, what's so special about Kendall Browse? Have you seen Arkansas's offense? I I, I mean, look. We associate good coaches and good play callers with scores and yards and stats, and it's not always the case. Meaning, Ryan Day or Lincoln Riley, I'll use him in here, is a damn good offensive-minded coach. But when your quarterback's missing wide-open individuals as a freshman, he's a freshman. Guys are wide open and he's missing them. Does that mean that you're not calling the right play? Shit and all. you got to develop your quarterback. That's what that means. So, Kendall Browse is a really good OC, really good offensive mind. 
Really good offensive mind. Adam Smith says, doing a great job with the shows. Keep it up, man. Thank you. I think tomorrow will be six or seven straight days. We didn't go uh, – or tomorrow will be six straight days that we've been we've been live. So, I'm going to keep plugging. I mean, look, man, we got a coaching search. We got a coaching search. Everybody do us a favor. There's a lot of you in here right now. Do us a favor if you're on Facebook. Hit the like button. Hit the share. Share to some Facebook groups. Share to your personal pages. If you're watching us on YouTube – Everybody do us a favor by hitting the subscribe button and notification bell. If you're listening to us on the podcast, don't forget to subscribe. And if you're watching us on Periscope Twitter, don't forget to follow us and hit the retweet as well. Dion Black says, hashtag Ask Blake, Freeman was a pressure hire. The AD would have been on the hot seat if he hadn't hired Freeman. And, yeah, I, I agree with that. I, f- I fully agree with that. Marcus Freeman's a good coach. First head coaching job he's gotten was at Notre Dame. And look, Tommy Reese, the offensive coordinator, says, I want to win national championships here. Newsflash, Tommy, you can't. Newsflash, guys, there comes a point in somebody's life. It's like, you know, you might you might be trying to lift. It's, it's like the whole thing of people that try to gain muscle when they work out or, or they try to lose weight. Sometimes there's just going to be a plateau in a place that you hit that you can't overcome. Look, I, I, I've gained a lot of weight. I've lost a lot of weight. Trust me, I know. Sometimes it comes to a point. Look, guys, I think it was like four or five years ago, I was 216 pounds. Now, I'm a big old boy now. Sometimes shit happens. Sometimes shit happens. But this whole thing with Notre Dame thinking they can win a national title, bullshit. Y'all think that this shit's easy that Brian Kelly did at Notre Dame? Everybody talking about Notre Dame being blown out. Right? Like, everybody's sitting here talking about Notre Dame being blown out in the playoffs and and, and and all this shit and guys they don't again they don't have the talent they can't get the talent there so I, I, I you know anyway uh, Brian Williams says that Dan Mullen should be on TV I think somebody kick his ass somebody's gonna kick Dan Mullen's ass bro like that that, that, that shit's just I mean he's comical at this point Mark says do you think Coach Kelly will help or give a, us a chance about Arch Manning no I don't no, no, I don't. Not at all. I, I, I don't think that he – I think it's too late. Now, no, no, look, does he give you – realistically, does he give you a better chance at Orgeron? Hear me out on this one. No, because of Archie, our grandfather, grandfather Archie, and Ed Orgeron's relationship. No, I don't think so. But I think – and here's another thing that nobody's talking about. Nobody, what nobody's talking about, again, is the good quarterbacks and he's been able to go and get – Guys, you've always had solid quarterback play at Notre Dame. Always. Oh, well, Ian Book was trash. Yeah, okay. Well, he he was so trash that Sean Payton drafted his ass. So, do you think Sean Payton's an idiot? Because I – well, from a coaching perspective, I don't think that Sean Payton's an idiot. I think he's a horrible human, but I don't think that he's an idiot. Uh, Lamar says, should they get Spencer Rattler? Hell no. You can't bring it. Uh, no. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Um, let's see. Will Campbell Enthusiast, and he's got a Will Campbell in picture on his YouTube page, says Garrett Dellinger's old high school teammate was committed to Notre Dame and enrolled last year. Interesting. Very interesting. Hmm. Didn't know that. Uh, Mark says that uh, uh, Brian Kelly wants – uh, 
Walker Howard. Of course, I, guys, I would be surprised if that's not the first kid that he called. And I, look, he's already talked to him. Let's not. <laughs> Come on. Uh, but yeah, he's probably going to be the first kid he goes and sees. Uh, Tyler Mansman says, "What about Jeremy Pruitt for defensive coordinator? No, they won't. They're probably not going to allow him in the SEC." I was told. I was told that um, after he was fired at Tennessee for all the shenanigans that he pulled, that uh, Nick Saban wanted to bring Jeremy Pruitt back as an analyst, and the SEC tell, told Saban no. Guys, y'all think Saban can do anything he wants? Bullshit. Greg Sankey will tell that tell that man no. But here's the problem. Nick Saban asks. Nick Saban asks. Uh, Nick Richard says, hashtag ask Blake, isn't it, it just so wild that Notre Dame has a possibility to be in the college football playoff and he left them for us? What does that tell you about the prominence of the SEC? He, so there's a lot of people that have been asking me this question. So let's let's nip this in the bud. Let's nip this in the bud right now. Everybody is hating on Brian Kelly and Lincoln Riley for leaving their their current teams, and even so more Brian Kelly because they're in a playoff mix, but they're hating on them for leaving and going to the next programs. Well, guys, with the early signing period, what in the absolute hell do you want them to do? What do you want them to do? If you don't, If you want that to change and you don't want coaches doing that during the middle of the season, this is what you do. You put the recruiting classes or recruiting signing days back to where they originally were, the one signing day. And look, hell, you if you the truth is, if you want to make two signing days, make one in the uh, I don't know, January 20th and another one on February 20th. Make them a month apart. But put it at the end of football season. There's a reason why the NFL has tampering rules. There's a reason why teams can't talk to coaches and they have to ask other organizations to talk to a coach so they can bring them in as potentially their next head coach. When you let the wild, wild west run free, shit like this will happen. And when Brian Kelly is offered an opportunity and everybody trashes on him for doing something that's best for him, he gets trashed upon. So if college football wants to get this right, look, I, I have said this, and nobody necessarily agrees with me. Actually, a lot of people disagree with me on this. I, if it were college football for me, I think that there does need to be some type of a, a commissioner. Maybe not voting on the playoff and let him let him work among the boroughs of all the conferences. Or, 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 Make it a situation where you, I don't delegate to the conferences, but other conferences would do things to trump the others. The SEC would do things to trump the Pac-12. But you don't want this shit to happen. You got to make, you got to do something to where you got to, look, as much as I hate the the the, the slick back, uh, 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 b- clown looking Roger Goodell, You got to give him credit, man. He's been a good commissioner. Actually, if we're being truthful, he's been the best NFL commissioner when it comes down to it. I get Bounty Gate and all that shit, but that was a deeper subject with Sean Payton and the Viking and them not being able to him him on the Viking and the pill popping. So, 
regardless of regardless of all of that. Uh oh, getting a phone call on my show call right after. Maybe we got some recruit. Maybe we got some coordinator news. What's up, though? Um, yeah, I don't. I don't normally look at my phone when somebody calling is calling unless it's important, and especially at nine thirty three at night. Um, hmm, this is going to be interesting. Regardless, you got to have some type of commissioner, in my opinion. You got to have some kind of commissioner, in my opinion. Um, Todd says Coach Kelly might go after Mike Elko from A and M. Possible, possible, very, very possible, very, very, very possible. Um, John says I wish Jim Litter would leave Wisconsin. Yeah, he's not. <laughs> Guys, stop it. Let me, so to to John on YouTube and to Jason, I don't mean this in a wrong way. I don't mean this in the wrong way because now Jason says Eric Bieniemy is offensive coordinator. Guys, Eric Bieniemy is not going to leave Kansas City as an offensive coordinator to come to LSU. Not when he has someone like Patrick Mahomes. He's just not going to do it. He is in the catbird seat of of being the next or being an NFL coach. He's not going to risk all that to come to a program that's eleven and eleven over the last two years. He's not going to do it. Some coaches, quite honestly, unless you pay him a shit ton of money, but if if, if Eric Bieniemy is going to be a head coach somewhere, he's going to get more money than he is as an LSU offensive coordinator. Look, I'm not, I, I don't hate Eric Bieniemy as offensive coordinator. If they find a way to get Eric Bieniemy in here as the next offensive coordinator at LSU, I, I, I mean, shit, I, I, I don't know what I'd do. I'd probably freak out. I'd probably tell every Alabama fan on the place on the face of the planet that they could S-T-T-D-B. Sorry for the stuttering. Like, I would go down Twitter, and that's all I do all day long. It's what I do all day long. <laughs> it's all I do. Why wouldn't I? Um... Yeah. Uh, let's see. Brandon Hodgeworth says, Browse has no weapons at Arkansas. That's very true. I mean, he's got the Trayvon kid. All right. Just trying to find out if we got any coordinator stuff. Um, y'all notice – never mind. I'm going to leave that one alone. Uh, Travis says, Tom Herman as, our, as your OC. No. I don't. I can't see that happening. Mark Christian says, "What about the DC from Georgia? Where I think Glenn Schumann is a guy that's been mentioned about a job before under Orgeron, and he never really gave Orgeron the uh, the 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 light. He's a co-defensive coordinator, but again, if you're a co-defensive coordinator, yeah, you'd be the full guy at LSU. But look, we we gotta we gotta we're gonna have to wait and see a little bit. Uh, you know, I think that who is the offensive coordinator right now at Tulane? Um." Tulane two OC football. Uh, Chip Long. Chip Long's the offensive coordinator at uh, Tulane right now. Now, he worked under Brian Kelly. He was relieved of his duties in 2019. I know a lot of Notre Dame fans said some shit about him, but 
But look, I mean, I'm not look. I'm not trying to be wrong. Look, I'm not trying to be rude here, but I I, I really don't. look. If one thing things have told me this these last couple of weeks or last couple of days, I should say about Notre Dame and people that cover Notre Dame. Look, Brian Driscoll is not one of those. So I, the guy that we handled last night, former wide receiver at Notre Dame, former coach, he's not one of those guys. But some of these guys that cover Notre Dame saying that. Uh, 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 Ch- uh, Chip Long and all these other dudes were horrible. G- G- Brian Kelly's a horrible coach. Guys, he's the most active winning coach in college football. What the fuck are you talking about? He's not a horrible coach. Saying that he that that he was holding back Tommy Reese. Bitch, you're throwing the football for 40, 40 attempts a game. That's not holding somebody back. Like what the hell are you? What in the absolute Rudy Poo hell are you talking about? Bo Lord or Laird, however you say it, says you think they blew it out of proportion about Kelly not shaking fans' hands after he landed. First off, who blew that up? Because. I was in there today with some of those people. So the little leprechaun, the little kid from South Bend, um, who asked Brian Kelly about the fairy godmother thing today in the press conference. First off, you little Rudy Pooh, come on. And secondly, they legitimately got in the car. They went and met the team legitimately. Within 15 minutes, was going into a team meeting. Okay, when he went into the team meeting, he went around, found everything out. They went out with some some TAF members and 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 had some cocktails and ate and stuff like that. With all due respect, he waved at the fans. He did the thing tonight with the fans. So what? What do you, what do you mean he didn't shake somebody's hand? Guys, stop stop with that. You know the media was so mad a couple of months ago that Brian Harson, the the Auburn head coach, was throwing them hats and saying, "Hey guys, thank you for being here actively at the practice. Here's a here's some merchandise uh, for Auburn football. Here you go." And, and and they start bitching and moaning and complaining about it like they're little sissies. Didn't shake hands. Like get the get the hell out of here! Like what? This program's moving forward. We're not moving back. Just because Ed Orgeron would go shake somebody's hand doesn't mean Brian Kelly does. You know who else doesn't shake fans' hands? Nick Saban, Urban Meyer, others. He's got a process. If he tells kids he's going to be at a fucking meeting at, at, at six o'clock, he's going to be at that meeting at five fifty-five. This whole loose loose booty hole shit that that's going on out there that used to be going on in this program, it's not here anymore. And you know what? To the media members around LSU, they get mad because or talk about me because I get upset. So you didn't say that shit to my face today. I'll face you, and you don't say shit. All right, Nick says hashtag Ask Blake. What have you heard about Mickey? Not a lot. Not a lot. Um. Terry Joseph was on Brian Kelly's staff, and Terry Joseph is a brother of Mickey Joseph. I wonder if there's going to be a connection there. But again, guys, I've been telling you this for the last. Look, this comes up. This has come up for the last six weeks. Blake, who's a, who are they going to keep on staff? Guys, with all due respect, Mickey Joseph is a, is a good coach. Coy Raymond, great coach. 
Kevin Falk, good coach. A lot of these got Andre Carter, good coach. Durante Jones, be honest with you, good coach. He might be the only one that I absolutely that I would I lean more to Durante Jones in a sense than than Corey Raymond. And you're going to b- obliterate me for that. But man, if if Brian Kelly wants to come in here and bring good coaches in, y'all are going to fall in love with those coaches just like you are here. I I mean I I don't know. Look, I, I, he's got to have a Louisiana tie. Now, he said today about, oh, I haven't met with the staff and yada, 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 yada about uh, I don't know if I'm keeping Corey Raymond, and maybe he just didn't want it out there. But, look, you, the access that some people have gotten is going to be tougher to get. Anyway, uh, Alejandro Escobar, our good cartel friend. <laughs> He said, some of these comments are silly. Blake, you need us you need somebody to screen comments. Probably so. Probably so. But you you, you know, you know, see, it comes to a point where um some nights it, it's gonna be like that. Some some nights it's gonna be like that. Uh Trent says, Can we at least try Drew Brees as an offensive analyst? Come on, guys. Come on. I know it's I come on. Uh, Jared Billiot says you're not DBU without Corey Raymond. That's not true. That's not true. Mo Claiborne, Patrick Peterson, Tyron Matthew, uh, 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 Eric Reed. Who uh, may, I'll give him Jamal Adams. But if you're gonna talk, if you're gonna talk about DBU, who are you gonna get with Corey? Now, look, I'm not trashing Corey, but DBU has been going on for a lot. Corey, Corey Webster. I mean, guys, there were a lot of DBs in that since 2000 without Corey. Uh, look, I, I like Corey, great coach, want him on the staff, not saying that. But to assume that everything that's been going on in 20 years with the defensive backs is solely Corey Raymond is not completely true. Uh, Lee says, Chad Jones, LeRon Landry, sure, sure. Uh, let's see here. I don't know why that shit just did that. Stop it. Stop it. Huh. <laughs> We're having some issues. Shit, we've been going for 47 minutes. We might even cut a night a little light tonight. Look, we... Uh, Ty says, get after that ass, Blake. Yeah, look. We're gonna, if we're going to talk, look, people call me out about talking about the media, and the people that called me out last week weren't even at the press conference today for Brian Kelly, the local guys. So, you know what? Like, man, get out of here with that garbage. Uh, Bo, look, I'm not. So, guys, if it's the first time you're listening to our show, I'm not getting after you specifically. Don't take it the wrong way. Sometimes some shit just comes up and it gets, you know, and I'm going to fire off. Bo, if you're still listening, that's not that's not at you. That's not at you. Conrad says, Brian Kelly's from Boston. I need him to win multiple championships, not be a fan lover. It's true. It's true. Uh, little dude on YouTube says, how long would it be till he wins a natty? Uh, look, if, you, if he can't get it back here in three or four years and we have an issue, it's just the truth. Look, it's just the truth. And he doesn't necessarily have to win one, in my opinion, although I want him to win one. Uh, he, he's got to be there. Look, you've got a lot of talent on this roster right now. Guys, you're, keep, you're keeping up with Alabama. 
And I understand that that doesn't – oh, well, I, you know, here's the stupidest shit of all time too. Oh, Blake, Alabama's down. Alabama this. Al, they don't – Alabama – if any of you in this chat, there's over 650 of you right now in this chat. If any of you come in here and say Alabama sucks, you don't know what the hell that you're talking about. If you're saying that Alabama sucks this year, Alabama sucking is 11-1. Alabama sucking is 11-2, probably going to be 12-2. When they win a bowl game, they don't suck. With all due respect, it's sometimes you need to look at yourself in the mirror and say, "Guys, we're eleven eleven over the last two years." Who do we, if it were any, if it were anybody else besides LSU, would you not say that LSU sucks? I, I, I'm being I'm being legit. I'm being honest. You would. Uh, Lee says it's time to troll Twitter. Yeah, like I got this, and look, I love my buddy, my buddy Kenny, over at Crunch Time Sports Advantage Network. He said that Marcus Freeman was never a candidate. Um, yeah, uh, Brandon Hollywood says Jesus Christ, Blake Durante over Raymond. I I put a big I put a bigger emphasis on defensive coordinators do I do any position coach Durante Jones has shown that he can be a competent and good defensive coordinator you can hate me for saying it I don't I don't I legitimately don't really care but this whole DBU thing I mean look and I maybe Corey was a bad analogy maybe I can use Mickey or maybe I can use Kevin or maybe I can use anybody else but Durante what has Durante Jones done in the last five weeks when Orgeron rent the cuffs off Oh, and by the way, Durante Jones was coaching them DBs too. Trust me, I was at practice watching it. Uh, Matt Simmons says uh, Brian Kelly coached the um, bowl game. Um, no. <laughs> no. Travis says, do you think his staff isn't following him because they think he's an ass? No. No, I don't. No, I don't. Um, Blake Foreman says, if you want to attract defensive players, you got to bring in the big guns. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. And I forget who was saying it the other day. Somebody was telling me, um, um, shit, that Brian Kelly has been, like, considered one of the best, um, one of the best um, in-house recruiters. Now, he doesn't always get on the phone like Orgeron does during the year, but still. Uh, Kenny Russell says, in all seriousness, Corey Raymond has had a lot of influence towards developing corners at a high level. Nobody's taking that away from him. Guys, when did I ever say Corey Raymond sucks? What I'm saying is, here's what I'm saying. A coordinator is always a bigger bigger, uh, entity to your program than any position coach. There's a reason why defensive coordinators and offensive coordinators and head coaches get paid more than the assistant coaches. Why? You know what? We should we should Bernie Sanders them and, and pay. No, I'm not going down. I'm not going down that route. I shouldn't have done that. But re- regardless, regardless, Durante Jones has shown that he can be good. I'm not saying fire Corey Raymond. That's for any position coach. Durante Jones has shown that he can prove that he proves that he needs a chance. Y'all, look, I can, 
look, y'all might think I pissed, you, you know, I probably pissed off all the state of Louisiana, but the truth is the truth. And you got it. Sometimes you got to take the purple and gold glasses off to see that a, a, a very good corner, a guy that came in, a DB's coach, by the way, a DB's coach right now is really coaching good defensive football. Uh, Trent says the press conference today felt like an awkward bond date. I didn't feel that way. I didn't feel that way. I felt like it was. I felt like I was on pins and needles. Like, oh shit! The way that I felt inside that room was, it's like, hey, you better be on your p's and q's. So was the media. The media didn't ask shit. I was there. Didn't ask a question. Didn't need to. All the questions that everybody wants to know is being asked. We know about his offense and defensive philosophy. We he's not going to tell you anything about the coordinators. What do you want? What do you want to be asked? But the vibe was different. Uh, Conrad says I noticed that as well. Dynamic trio. Um, Alejandro says I'm not a fan of Kevin Falk as, at all as a coach. Well, if I um, if I pissed off all Louisiana, I think my buddy Alejandro just did too. That's for sure. And look, I'm not going back on this Corey Raymond debate. I'm I'm not going back on this Corey Raymond debate. So, um, look. Um, I'll end it with this one, though. Lamar Williams says, Blake, seriously, can you see a DB coach at Louisiana not named Corey Raymond? No, I can't. Le- legitimately, I can't. What I can see, what I am saying, though, is, guys, is that when – Guys, think about what you're saying. Think about what you're. Think about what I'm saying and the reality of what the truth is. Corey Raymond's a damn good coach. I need to get the hell up off of this. But a coordinator means more than a position coach. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. I shouldn't have said the. Let's see. Jason says he command he commands the room respect. It's been a while since LSU had a head coach like that. Yeah, he did. Um, somebody's phone went off, and my even my mine went off, and he's kind of like every, the tension's like, hey, shut up. Anyway, I'm not getting back on this Corey Raymond thing. I'm going to scroll all the way back up. I'm not getting back on this Corey Raymond thing. It was just an example. Um. Yeah, guys, I don't really know what's up with the the internet. I think I, I don't know. I mean, look, we're still we're still being affected by Hurricane Ida stuff. They're still working on the lines and stuff. There's not a lot I can do at this point. Um, Mark says I agree. We need to go back to having a signing day in the back in February. Well, look, if you don't want this happen to coaches, you got to move it back. You know, Mike Scarborough and, and Buddy Sonji and I had this conversation today. I mean, you don't want this to happen. What 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 do you what do you want coaches to do? Like, what do you want coaches to do? Because if Brian Kelly's ever going to advance his career at this stage and, and to get stuff off the ground, he's got to make a move now. You want to blame Brian Kelly. I get that they're in the playoff, and I know that it's tough. But, look, there's been a lot of people that have people that have left them. People have gotten divorced. People have been cheated on. People have been dumped. But, look, you know, this isn't worse than being married and getting cheated on and somebody having an affair on you. This is business. Business is business. I get that the kids are involved, but with all due respect, if you're going to start giving kids NIL deals, you got to allow the coach to do what he does. 
This could be a whole topic. Jesus Christ. All right. Should have never said said anything about the whole Corey Raymond thing. Now people, everybody's pissed off. Uh, we'll end it on a couple of them. Uh, Trey says, Blake, what's your expectations expectations on year one? Um, I don't really have any, Trey, to be honest with you. Um, you know, man, I just I just don't really have any. I, I, I just don't really have any because I don't think I don't think that you can put expectations on a coach in year one. What do you want me to say? Nine and three? Make everybody feel good? Because it's not realistically the truth, because I don't know the roster yet. Um hell, we don't even have a coaching staff yet. The only coach that we know for sure is gonna be there next year is Brian Kelly. Like for one hundred percent absolute facts. So all right, guys, we will see you again maybe tomorrow. Uh, we'll see how everything goes, but we're looking to be back tomorrow. We got some guests that are going to be lining up uh, for you guys. But until then, we'll see you all soon. Y'all have a good night. Peace out, Girl Scouts. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.